This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right, Lily Rose is here. I'm so excited to have you. Dude, this is a long, long overdue. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Yeah, Chip and You're I welcome. were just talking about fun people we could have. We love having people from the music world because it kind of marries both of our worlds. Lily and I have been working together a little bit in the styling world, which has been really fun. And I just love your story. So I thought it'd be really fun to have you on here and just, you know, meet the people, meet the listeners we have here. I'm flattered. I'm flattered. <laughs> okay, so I always love with musicians asking this question because for me, my life has not looked like I knew exactly what I was going to do. I still feel like I'm figuring out what I'm going to do, you know, kind of navigating that. But have you always known you wanted to do music? Like, did you just wake up one morning and you're like, yeah, I want to be a musician? It's so funny. I was at the Justin Bieber concert last night and I was telling... Uh, yeah, oh, I'm so jealous. So I went to see Sting. So I'm the old guy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we, we partied for you, but, uh, there you I was go. telling a couple of people from my agency and Tyler Hubbard's wife, um, that I started playing the drums when I was nine years old and I always could pick up instruments and just teach myself. But until I started singing and writing songs, I always thought I wanted to be a manager. Mm. I was such a big, like one tree Hill fan. And so many of the shows that introduced what the music industry looks like for young people. And I, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a producer or a manager or an agent or something like that until I started writing songs and Taylor Swift came in hot. And I was like, oh, my gosh. The second I started singing, I was like, no going back. Yeah, I love that. So you would have been a manager. Well, obviously, this is what Chip does. Like, would, would yeah. you actually have done management? You think like what drew you to that part of the business? You know, I always make the joke in those early 2000s movies and TV shows. Yeah. They would be like, yeah, this is the manager. He's also the producer and the booking agent and the front of <laughs> yeah. engineer and everything. So, you know, I was pretty blind growing up in Atlanta. Uh, didn't have a ton of music industry knowledge. So I didn't really know what that meant. I just knew I wanted to be around it. I wanted to be backstage. I wanted to be in meetings. Um, I wanted to be a part of creating, you know, music for the world to hear. I just never 
anticipate was going to be on the actual creative side. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I think that's how this business might work because that was sort of how my story went too. Like I have a PR degree. I moved here to do that. And I was like, oh, I hate that. But I just loved the <laughs> energy around this industry. So how did you then, once you decided, okay, yeah, like songwriting is the thing or I want to actually be the musician, what was next? How'd you get started? Yeah. Um, so I really started writing songs when I was like 15 and I was always that kid that after we would play the basketball games or the soccer games, we'd all go back to somebody's house and I would sit around the fire and we'd sing Taylor Swift songs and Katy Perry songs and Nicki Minaj and all that stuff. Love and Nikki. Uh, I, I always really wanted to go to Belmont. I knew I wanted to be in this town. Um, and my dad was like, I ain't paying for that. Go, go to Athens, <laughs> Georgia. If you really want to do music that bad, there's plenty of opportunities in Athens. And I am so thankful of all the decisions that he helped guide me with that I learned how to be on stage. I went there and I started doing open mic nights and I would play the four hour bar sets. And then I started selling hard tickets and um, I learned how to write a set list. I learned how to tour. I learned how to book a tour, be, be my own manager, producer, booking agent, all those things. Well, learning how to be on stage. I was going to say, I bet the decision to go to Georgia versus Belmont probably really affected the outcome of you being an artist versus a manager. Mm. Had you, had you come to Belmont, you probably would have delved more into the music business side of things. And Definitely. Different. Yeah. Yeah. I got really good advice um, actually from Marin Morris's drummer, like six or seven years ago, just if you have a backup plan when it comes to being on the creative side of this, this town, uh, probably not the right job for you and I'm really thankful because I feel like if I had gotten a degree in anything music business wise yes I could have had a foot in the door a little earlier with different opportunities but I feel like I would have always felt like I had a backup plan mm -hmm. I'm like well dang if the artist thing doesn't work by 30 at least I have my degree and I can get an internship doing something here it's like nope Athens went there for five years still didn't graduate sorry dad <laughs> and uh I, I was playing like 80 to 90 shows a year while being in school and working like four jobs. So I think the hustle's, the hustle's innate and in me and I was born to be here. That's for sure. Do you do the Enneagram? Oh yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Are you a three? I'm such a three. Okay. I mean, I'm just uh, listening to you talk about the hustle and I've actually experienced this with you a little bit, even in this, the small amount of time that I've worked with you. It's like, you know yourself, you know what you want. You have a very clear direction in all areas of your career already, which I think as a new artist is really rare. I mean, would you say that, Chip? Like, I It's feel incredibly like rare. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I... I I think a lot of artists just set out and they just want to do it, you know, and they don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, back to like you thinking that you wanted to be a manager. I think that's really come in handy in you shaping your career because you've been able to look at it as an artist and as a manager and sort of like really? put, put together a strategy to, to sort of get yourself there. So, yeah, um, I, uh, I've been told by a lot of my team members and I, I know I probably am a, kind of coming out of left field compared to a lot of other artists. I'm very administrative. Yeah. There'll be days where I'm like, I don't even want to wait on a tour graphic. I'll just make it myself because I did it for 10 years. So I know I can do it now and, and stuff like that. And it's funny because I think it frustrates my team a little bit, but at the same time, it's like cut the middleman. Totally. <laughs> I respect it because I think the creative brain is it's it's very difficult sometimes to balance that like business and creative stuff. But if you have your direction and you have the creative aspect too, but you have the direction behind it, 
it really can integrate a lot faster, which may be why you're seeing su- such success, I think, so quickly or quickly to us. I mean, you've been sounding sure. like you've been grinding for a while, but yeah, it's it's funny because you know, every time I hear the word new artist and I I'm appreciative of the compliments of you guys, you know, saying that I have a vision for being a new artist and stuff like that. But I've I've been at it for thirteen years and I'm really thankful for for all of the bumps in the road and I know there are going to be some in the future, but that'll help you shape exactly knowing what you want, you know, of of just doing it and grinding it out and getting the cliche million no's before you ever got a yes. So I'm thankful for that. (laughs) When you were in Athens, I mean, because I think this is what's really cool about your music too. So obviously you're a Southern girl and so, and you're here in the country music industry, but there is this like R&B kind of like vibey bit to your music were you figuring that out in college like as you're like navigating oh I need to go play this show and and, like how did that evolve for you knowing you wanted to be in country music um but having this different kind of swagger to you yeah you know growing up in Atlanta my dad uh has always been in radio he still is and he had the biggest hip-hop station in Mm. all of Atlanta during the like 2005 to 2011 period. This is wow. like my era. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. literally thriving, probably listening to your dad's station. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, like Yin Yang Twins, Young Jocks, Soldier yes. Boy, Unk, like all of those things that we, you know, just got down to. I was in middle school and high school. So I got to go to all those concerts. I was pretty immersed for being a kid in Catholic school in suburban Atlanta, pretty immersed in the rap. and uh I've always loved it and rap is still probably my favorite genre of everything um besides country so for me there was always that innate thing there and then yeah in college I really thought for a long time I was going to kind of follow the Ben Rector need to breathe James Bay sound um move to Nashville do that as an artist but write country music Mm -hmm. maybe move to LA and try to break into pop or anything the second I got here I started co-writing and for the first time in my life, I was writing songs. I was like, holy cow, I love the songs I'm writing. I'm not trying to be anybody else. I'm not trying to sound like this. I'm not trying to write a James Bay ballad, you know, for my show. And this is the fit in the set. It was like, no, throw it all out. Write music that you love and you feel and you would be a fan of yourself. And for me, it was country. And yeah. I, I saw it coming because I moved up here to write country music, but not to be an artist in it. And I'm so glad that it kind of fell in my lap the way that it did and stayed true to exactly who I feel like I am sonically, which is villain and my other songs that we put out before the record deal better than that green light. And I mean, I don't think in 2011 villain would have worked in country, but luckily everything lined up sonically. Mm-hmm. I think it's still a little ahead of its time, but even just me being in country music as an out LGBTQ member, you know, it's oh, like yeah. timing. Timing has been so good to me in my life with being in this genre and format. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's the perfect transition into what I wanted to go into because there is a lot of talk about you as kind of groundbreaking and kind of just trailblazing this new path musically. But I really feel like it's like you as a whole, because as you mentioned, you are an openly gay woman coming into this industry, which is quite conservative 
you know, for the most part. And so to come out and you're openly talking about being engaged and just like your beautiful fiance. And I just love you guys so much in the way that y'all share your story with us. So what have you kind of faced navigating, not only being a little different musically, you said timing is lined up. So maybe it's kind of been an easy transition, but also just like owning your truth and being yourself fully. Like how has that looked in Nashville? Yeah, you know, I dealt with a lot more discrimination with anything in Athens, Georgia than I have here. I think really? the biggest misconception is Nashville is the home of country music, which is the most conservative format. It's like, man, we're an entertainment town. I have not, yeah. it, there's so many people. Yeah, we got a long way to go, but I feel so embraced by this community. Um, I probably didn't get as many no's or yeses as much as I probably just got indifference from huh. people probably didn't get a lot of opportunities that people who look a little bit more down the middle or sound down the middle got. Um, but that's okay. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go through that the rest of my career. So I'm always, you know, coach has got to put me in the game if I keep scoring points. So that's, that's right. my motto. There but, you go. Um, but no, you know, it's Nashville has been extremely kind to me and I got really lucky with villain doing what it did on TikTok because I got to meet with a lot of people when it comes to team, you know, choosing my management, choosing my agency, record label, publishing. And I ended up with people that see me for who I am as an artist mm -hmm. on and off stage, as a person on and off stage. And uh, they've really helped share my vision, which is we're going to change country music's hearts and minds with music. Yeah. An agenda. You don't have to have an agenda, in my opinion, if the songs are good enough. I think that that just nailed it. Chip, would you agree with that? Absolutely. And, you know, I, I want to give props to Nashville, too. Like, I do think that, like, it defies what people expect. There are a lot of um, openly gay people on the business side of it and on the management side. There's a lot of, like, really strong female managers out there. There's You've got Cindy Mabe, who runs market, who's, like, the president of UMG. Like, there, there are so many, like, amazing minorities I mean, you're, you're you've got um lily's got a, a gay manager and a yeah. black manager yeah. like it's like it, this town is um it i think it would really surprise people how open um you know the the genre is i mean as a gay man myself like i've never felt unwelcome in fact like you know my my history is more in the like rock alternative and pop space and I often felt more uncomfortable being around like rock bands, like, you know, groups of like straight white dudes that really? suddenly I have to like inject myself into versus the business side. Like I've never really felt shunned on the business side of things. So yes, um, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, that I, I can only tell my story and that is mine. And again, I'm not saying that I have gotten any opportunities <laughs> before villain. If I, I, I'll be very frank with that. Nobody gave me a shot, like at all. There are a lot of people in my life right now, even that are just flooding me with opportunities. I'm so grateful for, but they, they heard villain two and a half years ago and they you earned it. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, all right, sometimes you got to see the data and I respect that, but I can only tell my story and um, I've never felt unwelcomed here. I just think there's just been some passive parts of it of you don't fit in the box, but I wish that country music, I've been saying this forever, if country music knew how many gay men run 
like the gay mafia here. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm like, if they had a clue of who Old Dominion's manager, Kenny's yep. manager, my manager, you know, it's just like, it's the best thing ever. And I love it. And nobody, that's an I. I think you're the first person that's actually literally told me that I have a black and a gay manager. Cause I don't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they're so good at their jobs. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's right. And, that's, it sh- and it shouldn't exactly. matter. You know, it really should yeah. not matter. Um, and in the same way that like, look, I think, um, you know, everyone is looking for an excuse to say no to an artist because there's so many and there's only so many slots for things. So it's like, if you can say no, because it's a, you're talking to a female or, or they're gay or the color of their skin, like it's just an excuse. If you bring them the data and great songs, the excuses go out the window. They have to. Um, Yeah. And I think that you're proof of that. So, you know. Well, I yeah, love I that you doing. actually used the word indifference earlier because I, I think that that's a positive because like you've pointed out and Chip's pointing out, like the music is actually what matters. And so, yeah, you did have your to earn your way just as every artist should have to, I think. Yep. And it shouldn't matter color or sexuality or anything like that. And so to me, even the word indifference is kind of a positive in that, yeah, it doesn't matter. And like you said about your management, they're just fucking good at their jobs. Like, yep. and that's all that should matter. <laughs> yep. It, it really should. And, you know, country music still has a long way. I am really, really, again, b- talk about being built for this. Um, personality type, everything. Very excited to be on this side of country music history that I feel mm-hmm. like PJ and I and a couple other folks are making because pop music, like Sam Smith, so beautiful. Harry Styles, so beautiful that they are just exactly who they are. And pop music, they pop music already has their arms open. Mm-hmm. Country music is sitting there like this, and we are trying to crack through in a genre that is not only tolerant, but they definitely don't accept or embrace mm-hmm. in a lot of aspects of it. So you know, it's it's a hard egg to crack, but I I feel like I was born to to be a part of this movement, and hopefully that means that we don't go anywhere and to to do that we just have to keep putting out good music i'm actually glad you brought up tj because i had him in my head this morning too when i was making notes um we love tj by the way he's a friend of ours too. too adore him the best human ever um but you know his story is a little different from yours in that he got they built a career first like you know in nashville like we've known tj forever so we obviously knew but publicly he was not openly gay And I feel like they really kind of got a little more established musically to have a huge fan base. And then he came out, which is another, you know, risky factor to do it that way. But like with you, you're doing it all at the same time. Like you just kind of came in as you are and you were just like, here's how I am. So is there some way that you really kind of like, owned who you were or stood in your own power, stood in your own truth that you could tell people that might be coming into an industry or just like into this world, just feeling sort of like, is it okay to be myself? Like, I just see that so much. You're just like, I am me here. I am. And like, I'm fucking good at what I do. And I'm just going to show you guys that and the rest of it shouldn't matter. But how do you stand so true in that? Yeah, you know, things that are out of my control. Um, I was born into a family that is incredible. Um, I have two parents and a brother and all my extended family that have only ever been just 
accepting and embracing of who I am. So that helps a lot. Yeah. Um, I have an incredible partner at home that always challenges me, but also keeps me true and, you know, humble. But uh, I think a lot of it is just kind of innate and just taking no shit and staying true to who you are. And my favorite line that I've always tried to stay true to, and sometimes I've really failed at it, is Katy Perry said in her movie, I love Katy Perry. I love her. And I've seen her movie like 200 times. I'm not even kidding. And uh, (laughs) she said, she said, you can't be too busy trying to be anybody else because everybody else is taken. So true. So true. I think that that is one of the most roll your eyes cliche lines ever. But when you really think about it, Mm -hmm. it is the truest thing in the entire world. Mm -hmm. I think we see the opposite of that the most in this genre. It's like one, one girl does one thing on stage and then everyone tries to do it. Or Mm -hmm. one boy tucks his shirt in to his jeans and everyone's tucking their shirts into their jeans, you know? And it's kind of like, sometimes I want to follow that. Like there is a part of me that, don't fix what ain't broke. And if people are liking that, why would you not chase it? And it's like, nope, nobody, Sam Hunt, Ed Sheeran, Marin Morris, all of these incredible sonic trailblazers that came through in this genre and, and all of music, they did not do something that everyone else was doing. Mm-hmm. They did it brand new. And I think if you go back and look at the, not the history of country music, but in the last 10 years, those people that skyrocket, you know, the FGLs, the Morgans, the Hardy, they are doing sonically, lyrically things people have never touched before. Mm. And you don't become a superstar doing stuff people have already done, in my That's opinion. So trying to trying to stay true to that. And I'm really lucky. I get a lot of DMs from a lot of aspiring artists that are moving to Nashville that are in, in the community. And they say, uh, hey, I'm I'm scared to move to the South. I'm scared to move to Nashville. And uh, it's nice that people can come to me and I can reassure them, hey, this mm-hmm. town, this, there are a lot more things that are going to hurt your heart in this town than being gay. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I promise you that that should be the least of your worries. And right. I always get to, you know, it kind of breaks the ice and loosens them up a little bit. But I'm like, man, like we were talking about, it's, a, it's an entertainment town and everyone's extremely kind here. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code Velvet's Edge at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. 
tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. I love that you said that your brain can try to trick you sometimes to be like, oh, well, that's working. Because I think we all do that, right? Like there's this like really big battle within of like, I really just want to fit in. And I really want to like trailblaze and do the thing that makes me me and whatever. And so it's this constant day-to-day kind of self-talk that you have to be like, no, I need to own me because I think you're right. Like your music stands out to me as something totally different that I haven't heard before. And so for maybe a second, it would take you like, wait, do I like this? Do I not like this? But then, but you're still thinking about it versus like, it's just background music that you never pay attention to. Do you know what I mean? I'm so glad we're talking about this on this podcast because so with the music, you know, whether it's doing writing a song, just guitar, vocal, kind of lyric melody, trying to do something different, getting in the studio, making it sonically sound different. That takes from the time that it's created until the time the world hears it. Mm -hmm. Hell, a a minimum of three months. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a maximum of two years. But the fashion is the thing that (laughs) I fall into because it's immediate. It is like, you can choose, you can buy something and put it on your person like today. And that's where I have the hard time of dang, like I love that look that everyone's doing right now, but me dressing like everybody else, has that ever served me Right, kind of thing? And it's very immediate. And that's the one that I struggle with the most of like, dang, I want to do this. Cause I saw it and I like it, but I'm like, is that same true to me? Like, right. well, I, so it's the fashion is where I find the the most temptation to fall to into like whatever fall into well that's why you can have me but um <laughs> <laughs> exactly but also like I I see that because even when we were like you were sending me vision boards and stuff and it's like you have your inspiration and I think we all want inspiration and this goes for everything it goes for your music it goes for who you are like and emotionally on the inside it goes for fashion and like the quick fixes are so fucking tempting to just like sell yourself out. I've done it a million times. Like, yes, I'll go on that reality show for a second because that seems like the best way to publicize my business. Didn't work out because it wasn't aligned with me, you know? Um, But you can't know it until you try it. And I think what you're saying about just really staying true to yourself is scary, but the most rewarding ultimately for all of us and will help you find the most success because you're you and that like you like Katy Perry says it's just like no one else can do that yep so that yeah I definitely struggle with that but <laughs> Dara keeps me very humble with that yeah She's like why would you why would you wear that yeah no. I love no. that and I'm like okay <laughs> it's important it's important to have people around you that are honest too because yeah. it's a um you know when the art butts up against the business side of things it's like it is really tempting to be like okay 
this is what everyone who's on the radio is doing. Like, and that's sort of the Holy grail um, because that's where you're, you're, you're reaching the masses. But I think like, ultimately, if you can craft like a very clear vision for yourself and define what you are, your, your stuff will find its way to the radio. And Mm -hmm. if you're doing things to only be on the radio, you've already sort of defeated yourself because there's so many other ways to find an audience that's just the mass audience. So once you lay the foundation of your career with the people that are going to stick with you from day one through the end, um, that, then, then you're already winning. Um, the, the radio at that point becomes the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, I mean, I will shout out. I've got a lot of great parts of my team, but I will shout out Big Loud for that. I, I can't speak on any other record label because I don't have the experience, but the song integrity and just the integrity of being authentic and staying true. I don't know a year and a half into this record deal. If I would have the same trajectory being with somebody else, because big loud always will just come and smack me in the face and be like, uh, uh-uh, you don't do that. That's not you. Like That's we're going to stay true huge. and we're not going to worry about what's on the radio right now because your song won't get to the radio until a year from now mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything's going to be different. Right. The cool right. thing right. is going to be different and all that. So I'm I'm very grateful to have people like Seth England and Joey Moy in my corner because uh, they're, in my opinion, the best. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's really important that once those masses, those, I mean, look, people that like listen to the radio exclusively, they're not necessarily digging for like, what's the new hot undiscovered thing? They kind of want to be told like, hey, this is what you should like. So it's really important when they do finally hear you that when they come to your socials or your website or whatever, they understand who you are. Like, and it needs to be clear when they listen to other songs, they're like, oh, I get this. I'm signing up for this. And if you're all over the place, they're not going to, they're not going to be able to connect the dots and then they're gone. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I I hope I'm on the other side of this thing, you know, being one of the kids that blew up on TikTok. Um, it's an oversaturated market in my opinion right now with country artists, especially the up and coming country artists. And I hope that I can be in 10 years, that artist that stuck around and I'm rooting for my colleagues too. I hope my peers can be on that path with me, but I hope that in 10 years, I'm the one that stuck around, but they can always know that they can go back to my socials and it's going to be a strong social presence the way that it was when I started, Mm -hmm. because that's what launched me. And I, I deal with that battle a lot of kind of like, dang, well, I already signed the record deal. So I don't need to be back on TikTok every day and all of that. And I, uh, I'm reminded every time that I get back on TikTok that it works. So don't fix yeah. what ain't broke, but yeah. trying to find that balance, you know, if I'm not just a TikTok artist, but I'm a country radio artist and um, it's a, a hard line. Well, let's talk a little bit about TikTok since you mentioned it. And you're you're talking about the song Villain that went viral. We decided in December of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Don't Google it. It tells you the wrong date. (laughs) But okay, so tell us a little bit about that journey. How did that all go down? Yeah, it was crazy. I uh, all through 2020 was very reluctant to get on the app. I was like, I'm not doing that. It's for kids. I think the same thought that most of us over the age of 23 had of like, there's no way I'm getting on that app. Yeah. And uh, I saw people like Priscilla Block and Andrew Janakis get record deals um, by putting songs up there. And I was like, man, I've been in this town too long and I've got too good of songs to not get on, on TikTok. So I got on there, started posting. I had one song that did relatively well. Um, and Rakaia Marshall DM'd me 
one day. This was like the week before Thanksgiving of 2020. She DM'd me and she was like, hey, uh, I really like your voice. I It really stood out to me. Do you want to get together and we'll hang out and listen through music? And I said, I would love to. Like the first meeting I've ever had with anybody that is anything in town. I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> and so I went over to her house, knew that Seth England was her boyfriend and they lived together. So I was like, well, Big Loud's been my favorite record label forever, which is crazy. And we listened through songs. We listened through, I always give them hell, but Villain was in that batch. And uh, it was great. Had great hangs. And they were like, okay, cool. We'll stay in touch. I don't know if you're like ready for a deal, but for a publishing deal, but we'll stay in touch. I was like, holy cow. Okay. Um, did not know Rakaia was about to start her own business, start her own company. And that lit a fire underneath me. I was reading that Matthew McConaughey green lights book. I don't know if you guys. Oh, good. Oh, what so is it? Good. I don't know about it. Tell me everything. And by read, I mean, I listened to the audio book. Okay. <laughs> highly suggest because he, he is incredible. He, Oh, it's just the best. He's and like Matthew McConaughey. Yes, he is <laughs> so funny. And uh, that whole book is about life is not about getting green lights. It's about creating green lights mm. out of yellow and red lights. And recognizing the green lights. And then recognizing them. Yep. And yep. for me, I was sitting there and I was, I was like crying on the way home. I was like, I was this close to getting my first probably little itty bitty pub deal, like development deal of like, oh, this close. And uh, lit a fire under my ass. And I said, coach can't take me out of the game if I keep scoring points. So I was like, I'm going to post everything I have. And on December 1st, I posted villain, went to bed, woke up. And I was like, dang, that thing's doing pretty well. This is great. Went to the gym and uh, my phone rang. And it was Rakaya. She said, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm at the gym. What are you doing? And she was like, no, idiot. Have you looked at TikTok? I was like, I mean, not in a few hours. And we were approaching a million in like 12 hours, which oh at that time, God. nobody had come close to that. Um, and she quickly was like, hey, let's do a, a deal that'll get you a record deal. Like what will leverage you into a record deal? And we did it. And Villain ended up going viral three more times in the next 10 days. It collected somewhere like 16 million TikTok views in 12 days. And until Fancy, like that was that was the craziest one yet. And we released it and uh, sat number one, all genre, heading into Christmas and beating a Taylor Swift album. It sat number one, all genre for like 12 out of 15 days. Beat That's Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Um, it's like the biggest Christmas song ever. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely insane. And it was just crazy data that then turned into a gold record in 10 months with oh my God. one week of radio charting. Um, so super blessed and I got I got to meet a lot of really cool people in the industry but landing at Big Loud and Republic Records was um didn't see that coming that was that's better than a, a publishing deal for sure yeah and I'm, I'm yeah. thankful for it that's the amazing power of social media man it is crazy yeah it's, it's nuts are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes 
and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I, you know, it's I, 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 I'm right there with you on TikTok. Like, I was just like, uh, it's literally the last thing I want is another social media platform. I'm not an artist, so I don't need it in the same way. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's um, I do think that it is a really special tool that if you're using it the right way, you can be taken seriously as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of people that just want to be famous from TikTok and not just share art, and that is what is sort of skewing the perception of like what a TikTok artist is because, you know, you can be, there's a TikTok artist and there's an artist that uses TikTok. And I think if you're an artist that uses TikTok in the right way, it can be an incredibly helpful tool. Um, I just, you know, you just have to figure out how to make it work for you and, and keep your art authentic. And I think in that way, there's millions and millions and millions of people on it every day there's a way to find an audience there that's going to dig what you do. So, and you've proven Absolutely. it. Yeah, it's I mean, amazing. You've seen, you've seen as a manager, the, the waves that we've seen of TikTok of uh, people are doing dances on it. Oh, people are getting record deals. Wow. Fancy like happened. And every single record label is telling all of their artists, you have to get on there. And everyone's like, to hell with TikTok. I'm not getting on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I fell into dang, I don't want to, I don't want to be known as a TikTok artist. Everyone is saying like, kind of screw these TikTok kids. Cause now they're making all the record labels, make us get on there. And now it's like Tim McGraw is on TikTok. Brad Paisley's on TikTok. Everyone's on TikTok. That's because amazing. It's now it's as normal as being on Instagram. It's not yeah. like, Oh wow. Did you hear that lady a started a TikTok? It's like, no, everybody is. Yeah. You have to be. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to do it. Chip. We keep, we keep boycotting. Yeah. <laughs> do it maybe maybe we'll get a record deal i'm just kidding yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this month we have a theme every month on the podcast and may is just really about kind of being in bloom like you know you've come out of these winter months and you're really just coming into your own maybe you were hibernating and like learning about yourself and so what did you learn in this season and then how are you taking that into your new awakening of um this next season and so when i think about your tiktok experience it's like okay you really hit really fast so what is next like what what do you feel like you learned from that experience and that you're taking with you now into this career yeah. Uh, wow. What an awesome and timely question. Um, Cause I don't know if I'd have something 
great to say unless it was this time period of my life. But we are about to start putting out new music. And Amazing. it's great. Wow. Chapter two of chapter two of, you know, the Lily Rose saga, I guess you could say, um, is about to start. I'm leaving here this podcast to go and meet with the entire Big Loud team to just really map out the rest of the year when it comes to releasing music. And that feels awesome. It's like, you know, through all of the BS, through all the touring, through fandom, even just writing songs, it's like, it, it all comes back to the music. And mm-hmm. it feels so good when you get to start putting out new music again, because it's the only reason why we do it. So I'm very excited for that. Um, finally, get to start leaking new music, which is great. You know, speaking of TikTok. Yeah. But very excited <laughs> for that. I'm, I'm home. I, I've been home like two weekends since November 10th. Oh That's gosh. how crazy and go, go, go it's been. And uh, I have five weekends at home heading into CMA Fest, which is yeah. a blessing. Yeah, rest uh, up. <laughs> yeah, feeling feeling very like I'm in a cocoon right now and we're going to explode into the summer of touring and new music. So blue, I love it. Lily Rose, two flowers, we're blooming. Oh my God, look at that. We're here. <laughs> we're really blooming. Um, well, you're also forgetting to mention that you're getting married. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I am getting married. That thing too. When's that, that happening? No, tell us about that. I love. So Lily is engaged to a beautiful girl named Dara. It rhymes with Sarah. This is how I have yep. to remind myself how to say it. I want to call her Dara every time, but yep. she's lovely. And you guys have been engaged for how long now? Dang, I think it's been seven or eight months. So seven or eight months. We're When's doing the a long. We're doing a long engagement because uh, okay. life is crazy right now. Yeah, I'm thankful for it, but. Yeah, we are getting married March of next year. Okay. So we're very, very excited. We're in the thick of the wedding planning right now. I think maybe my brain's just like blacking that out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wedding planning, man, it is, it is everything that everyone said it is, but we're having a blast. Do you like, I mean, is there anything about it you like, or is it just completely overwhelming? (laughs) I'm an Excel spreadsheet fiend. I love, I love that stuff. Very organized, but, uh. I'm excited to make the, the seating chart. That is, that is going to be <laughs> Sounds my Sounds very three-like. Yeah. Oh, my, very, here comes the manager in you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, this is the control in me. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. my God. But, uh, yeah, so, no, it's it's been awesome. We're, we're loving this fiancé period right now. It's great. You guys are so cute. I love following y'all on Instagram and just <laughs> all the little cute posts. Um, well, you also recently just went to the Glad Awards and you were named the Outstanding Breakthrough Music Artist. Tell us about that experience. Man, that was, that's just crazy to me. Um, it's really cool. We're the first country artist to ever win that award or any Glad LGBTQ member award. Wow. Garth and Casey have been given the Ally Awards, which are just as important in my opinion but it was really cool to be the first artist to get to walk away with something in the country music format uh we have hopes to win acms and grammys and billboards and all of that because that means dang i worked so hard my team worked hard we walked away with a win but this glad award it it feels like it was a really big win for country music in the format of yeah you know not only two parts of like showing people that nashville is embracing Nashville and the music mm-hmm. industry and music row is, but also another part of dang, we still have a long way to go. And I hope that this is another step forward to breaking that format wide open and just love. <laughs> yeah. 
But it was cool. I mean, I got to meet a bunch of the housewives. I've got what? Which one? It was all the scoop. <laughs> it was great. No, I spent the most time with Meredith from Salt Lake, and it was okay. Awesome. Oh yeah, she's it so was pretty. Great. Oh, it was in Brooks, her son, and yeah, yeah, there were. Plenty of housewives there. Uh, met Cody Rigsby from. Pelican. Oh my God, I love him. <laughs> um, I I can say that meeting him and then him following me on Instagram, I I can just I can. Die You're good. Now. I'm yeah. so jealous right now. He's yeah, so it was awesome because we just got a Peloton in the house too, so it was uh, it was timely. It was nice, but incredible experience. Um, so thankful for my my whole team and my PR team setting all that up and. Um, shout out to Anthony at Glad. He is an angel among angels. So he's great. Amazing. Well, Lily, thank you so much for being here. We just love you. And I love hearing your story. Um, we, I guess, don't know when new music will be out. So do the people just follow you somewhere? Yep. Just uh, follow me, Lily Rose Music, on every platform. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. But yeah, I would keep your eyes peeled. We're, we're coming out with announcements soon. Couple couple leaks on TikTok, maybe. <laughs> yep, yep. Wait, I've got one. I've got one random question before we before we go. Oh, I can't wait. What's have, this? Have, well, no, this and this is a pop culture sort of thing. Have you noticed um, in your mm. in, assuming you have Google alerts? Where he's going? This have you have your Google alerts been a little fucked up recently because of Johnny Depp's daughter Lily Rose? Right. Called the the the, the press that. Dude. I can only imagine. I do not have my own Google alerts on, but my future mother-in-law and my mom and dad and all everybody does. Uh, that's on them if they're getting all of that. <laughs> but I keep joking with my label. I'm like, man, we need a country number one. So when people Google Lily Rose, it's not Johnny Depp's daughter anymore. Like, we right, gotta, right. We gotta, yeah. But uh, any anytime, y'all have no idea how many times I have done like press things and people ask me about my dad. Johnny Depp. Are you That's kidding me? Amazing. I, I'm like, you know me, I'm probably not one to take offense to anything, but I'm like, dang, you couldn't have just done like a little bit of research to know that that's yeah. not my, <laughs> I, we are not the same person. I mean, that is so, literally the basic research. <laughs> yeah. Yeah the, yeah. the basic research. So depending on how big the outlet is, uh, sometimes I play into it a little bit. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm rooting for him. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Let's go, Dad. I, Fuck I Amber Heard. I know. Yeah, see, I gotta find a video that some girl she realized she lives like 15 minutes from the courthouse, and she went down there, and it's crazy down there next to the courthouse right now, and people running up to Johnny's car, and he'll take any gifts you give him. Oh my! And she was like, I cannot believe, and it's people just bombarding the car. Like throwing boxes of shit in there. I'm like, this whole thing is such a. I cannot believe we're able to watch this trial. It's so like, wild. It's so messed up to me. I, I have saw- to dig a little bit more into it because I've only been seeing the memes and the short videos. And like, I need to just sit down this weekend and be like, I'm going to dedicate just three end. hours to yeah. really <laughs> three hours. You're going to get sucked in, and it's going to end up being your whole weekend. Like I it is. Wait. It it's really kind of dark though. Like I can only yeah. watch in doses because it's really sad to me overall. But yeah, Lovely. sending them love and light. Oh lord! <laughs> I love ending on that. That's the best. Yeah. There you go. I had to I had to light, lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys go check out Lily at Lily Rose Music, and you can always go listen to Villain is my favorite. Tell us some of the other names of the top songs. 
Yeah, I don't smoke. Um, was just on Hot AC Radio for a while, and Stronger Than I Am is the title track to the entire project that we dropped in October. So Amazing. You can find it all there. Awesome. It's on Spotify and anywhere you guys listen to music. Thank you again for being here. This was so fun to talk to you. Thanks, Thank Lily. you guys for having me. Y'all are the best. <laughs> right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.